Super Talk Mississippi media production. Moondog Makers and Bakers Catering Services. Taking ordinary to extraordinary. Personal and home private nights to massive events. From wood-fired pizzas to full gras. Get your three-pack spice blend of moon dust, moon crust, and moon rocks. Hashtag what is Moondog? Familiar food done differently. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning. Six to nine, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Here on the Lexi's Back Bay, I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors, where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime. The world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi, because as I say every week, we are the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to thank you for joining us on this powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network or on Super Talk TV at Seaspire TV. But some of you are watching on YouTube or Facebook or your favorite podcast. With that in mind, I want to give you the date. It's May the 1st, 2023. Turkey season's already over. Think about it for a minute. And this, this, uh, this year is zooming by. I especially want to thank the foundation, the title sponsor of Super Talk Outdoors. The foundation is focused on important issues about protecting Mississippi's outdoors heritage. We're so privileged to have them in this state. By the way, my, my views on this show, on my show, are mine. <laughs> They're not those of the foundation. But I always like to make sure you understand this. You can count on me to say what needs to be said when it comes to conservation issues in Mississippi. And I'm honored, honored, honored to be here. Um, listen on my show on the coast, the Ricky Matthews show. I share a lot of quotes and I came across one from actress uh, Olympia Dukakis. She died uh, in April of 2021, a couple of years ago. But she said this along the way. And when I read this quote, I can't help but think about what some outdoorsmen have to go through but let me let me read it to you and then let's get your you know we'll get your reaction but here's what she said follow your heart your instincts people might try to dissuade you from your passion but no one can live your life but you you know i think about all the, all the people who enjoy the outdoors some of us are surrounded by people sometimes who don't understand or appreciate what that love of the outdoors is all about and, you know, at the end of the day, that's not us that's missing out. It's them that's missing out. And I think the thing we can do is introduce them to shows like this, to uh, to people like my next guest, and let us talk about our love. And maybe one day it will uh, it will begin to carry over and convince them that they should uh, they should also follow their passion and that no one can live their life but them. Anyway, my next guest is my friend Ronnie Cus Strickland who was the, one of the first members of the Mossy Oak family, and he's been on the show many times. He's a good friend. And let me uh, just start by saying good morning to you, or good afternoon to you, Cuz. How you doing, my friend? I'm good. Those those words ring very clear. And when you said, hey, turkey season's already over, my, my shoulders slumped ahead a little <laughs> bit. It's hard to believe. This this year is going by. Look, like, look as you and I were chatting but when, before the show started, it's been a more typical spring, but we haven't had typical springs recently, have we? No, it, it, I was saying, you know, it usually goes, I tell people all the time, we have two seasons in Mississippi, February and summer. It usually goes from like freezing cold to 85, 90, and this year, very gradual. I, I, I had deer hunting clothes on every day, it seemed like, and uh, it, it's it's been pretty awesome you know a little more rain than you would like but i I felt like hey this is kind of what it feels like up in the midwest so uh hey i I got no problem with mississippi weather because it's in mississippi and (laughs) and i'm a fan and you are too My, my friend Chris Gurris, who is actually on the foundation board, sent me a video, I think from New Mexico, actually. He was turkey hunting in New Mexico, and it was snowing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we didn't quite have snow here in Mississippi, but, boy, we had some cool mornings, didn't we? Oh, yeah. It, it, I can remember the first week or two, uh, one morning, it was in the mid to upper 20s, and I had uh, Cranky and his older brother, and uh, I, I was like, 
we stayed out there for an hour and a half and Cranky's teeth were chattering and stuff. I'm like, this is crazy. We didn't hear any turkeys. I said, I, I don't want to hunt turkeys during deer season. And we ended up going home. But the good news about that is it seemed to have kept the snakes and the mosquitoes at bay. And I'm all about that. Man, so am I. So am I. Hey, listen, I want to tell you what we did this weekend. Uh, the United States Air Force Thunderbirds were here in coastal Mississippi flying out of Keysville to have an air show. And they were here for the air show. And so my family and I got in the boat and went around to just in front of Bo Revage. And we had the Thunderbirds performing over our heads. Uh, they did, so they performed, they had a practice on Friday, then they performed Saturday and Sunday. And, and buddy, when you, when you go and, and watch something like that up close and personal, it is a great reminder of how powerful the United States military is and how dedicated the young men and women are who fight in our military for our freedoms. Uh, it is it is touching in so many different ways, but that's what we did this weekend. Again, is a, again, a wonderful reminder of how lucky we are to be in America. You've had that experience more than once, haven't you? Oh, I, I have it over and over again. You know, it, it it's changed me. It's changed the way I look at things. Our first hunt every year is... Uh, wounded vets down in Florida. I've been doing it for 14 or 15 years. And, and it's two different camps, uh, sometimes eight people, sometimes 10. And we did one year before last or three years ago. And out of the 10 hunters, eight of them were in wheelchairs, combat vets, you know, injuries and spending time with those people is, uh, is humbling. And we don't try to, you know, be one of the boys, we just kind of wait on them and take them hunting and build a campfire and feed them. And you watch what some of those people go through on a daily basis and you go, I hope I don't ever hear anybody complaining about it was too cold or my stand wasn't comfortable. I heard one guy was telling me like, you know, something was going wrong and I was, I was listening, but I was thinking I just spent uh, 10 days with four guys who didn't have any legs and they never complained and they just wanted to go turkey hunting and yeah it's humbling and it, it reminds you we do live in the greatest country ever in the history of the world and even though you may watch a little news and get disheartened you got to think cooler minds will prevail and uh, I still have a lot of faith especially in the really young generation I think they've kind of had enough of the insane stuff that's going on so yeah, it's uh, it's humbling, and it's a good reminder that we should thank the vets. And every time we go do something, thank you. You know. Yeah, uh, boy, is is that true? Listen, uh, as you know, I spent a career in media, and uh, so I have, and the, the latter part of my career in digital media, and so I understand how the Facebook algorithms work and how they feed news wow. into your news feeds and all of this. The reality is, though. That they social media companies make money when they create division. They because when you have division, you have more engagement. When you have more engagement, they make more money. That's just the way it works. But the truth is, too often the polarizing ends of the political spectrum are deciding what the conversation should be in America. But the truth is that most of us are somewhere in the middle. Most of us haven't lost touch with the roots of what makes us a great country. And when you go when you go on your on your Florida turkey hunting cheer with those veterans, and I watched the countdown incidentally as you were <laughs> counting down, getting ready to go there, and then as you shared your experiences from there, when you go there, it's a great reminder that when you're in the outdoors, you can put all political differences aside and just be with people who love the country, and that that helps you keep your feet on the ground, doesn't it? Yeah, it it, it does. It changes the way you think, and it. You know, some people get uh, numb to the news and numb to bad news and numb to the clips, and you you spend time in camp with those people, and you go, you know, this is very real. It was very real to them when you hear their stories, and it's like we are so blessed. You know, we should we could we should start every day on our knees thanking God we live where we do and have the opportunities that we do. And I know you don't take it for granted, and I certainly don't. But I'm uh, I'm grateful that my turkey season starts out like that every year and has for well over a decade. Well, what's interesting is you and I were chatting before we started the the conversation this morning. We were we were sort of looking back on the turkey season 
the opportunity to be with people in the outdoors and watch them enjoy the outdoors. You had one guy, in fact, that you met along the way that had been turkey hunting for 10 years. Tell about that story real quick. Well, I, I first met this guy. His name's Jesse Fish. And I was invited to speak at a, a fundraiser at a church in Florida, and it was a big fundraiser. And they, they do it every year, and it's for local charities, homeless shelter, stuff like that. It's, it's pretty close to Tallahassee down there. But anyway, I did my thing. They raised $136,000 in one weekend. It was awesome. But anyway, he, he came. He, I did my talk, which lasted, whatever, 30 minutes. And he came up and he had his wife with him. I think his mom was there. He's got two kids. And he was telling me he loves turkey hunting. He said, I've been going for, I think it was nine years at the time. He said, I ain't got one yet. And I, I was kind of taken aback. Anyway, I was telling Lauren about who produces my podcast. And they got to texting back and forth. And she came in here and said, we need to do a, a, an alert. We need to make some, bring some, uh, some notoriety to this guy because he's just the greatest Christian family man ever. And the reason he didn't kill a turkey, he didn't get to go much. Hey, let's do this. We're going to tell the rest of that story the 10th year, this year, when we come back on the other side with my friend Ronnie Cuss Strickland from Masiak. We'll see you after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 77. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 54. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high near 81. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 56. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 79. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. How can RJ Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. At AgUp, your local John Deere dealer, you can leave it up to us, or you can build it, price it, and own it with a simple click of a button at agup.com. Build it. Select from tractors and lawn equipment. Next, choose which implements and attachments best fit your tasks. Price it. Receive immediate pricing. Own it. Pick it up at your AgUp location. Visit agup.com today to begin customizing your equipment, or feel free to leave it up to us and visit any of our 16 locations in Mississippi and Arkansas. Having any electrical problems? LaValley Electrical Services. We install new switches, breakers, relays, and Kohler generators. LaValley Electrical Services. We handle new lighting fixtures, ceiling fans, electrical outlets, and LED lights. LaValley Electrical Services. 601-228-9969. 601-228-9969. That's 601-228-9969 or online at lavalleyservices.com. That's lavalleyservices.com. Welcome to Trust Care. When time's not on your side and you just want to feel healthy, trust our highly trained staff to serve your urgent, primary, and kids' care needs all under one roof. Just walk in, get great care, and feel better faster. Get care at the speed of you. Visit Trust Care open late and on weekends too. Feel better faster. Trust Care. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. 
leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Ronnie Cuz Strickland from Mossy Oak. And when we went to break, we were talking about a, a a man that he met when he was down in Florida. After he gave a speech, they chatted, and he had been hunting for turkey for nine years and had not killed a turkey. And uh, anyway, you can finish the story. Yeah, uh, Lauren said, we need to take this on as a project. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, let's make some Facebook posts and Instagram or whatever with a hashtag root for Jesse. And uh, so I put a couple of those out, and we would get him to come. He would check in with us on the podcast every week. That'd be how we opened up. Jesse, what did you do this weekend? And his stories were amazing. One got shot out from under him, on, still on the roost, but he, he hunts on WMA land that's an hour and a half from his house. He only gets to go once or twice a month, which makes perfect sense. But anyway, during one of those posts, a guy reached out to me and said, hey, I live pretty close to him. I think I'd like to talk to him. And I hooked, we hooked him up, and he got his first turkey, and the guy filmed it. And it was the one of the most emotional things I ever saw. He he sent me a picture of Jesse over his turkey. His turkey's laying there in that food block, and he's he's on his hands and knees kneeling with, with his hands on that turkey with his eyes closed. It meant so much to him. And people really got into it. We counted one time. I had like 600 and something people offering to take him turkey hunting, which which tells you, like Will Primo said, turkey hunting's a cult. And everybody was rooting for Jesse. It wasn't about, uh, I, man, I've killed a big one. I had one with Inch and Ash, but I didn't care what he shot. Nobody else did. They were rooting for Jesse. And it did. It, it made me just glow, you know, <laughs> with, uh, with happiness. And it's, People love good news. That's what they're listening for. Because you know, what's awesome about that is Lauren's instincts yeah. on that were dead on, weren't they? Yes, sir. She uh, She's very insightful like that. Uh, you know, the, the, to me, the greatest episode of television we ever did was with Tom Kelly. And it was called An Afternoon on the Handles. And it is a chapter in his book, and that, that title it's him talking about he was bearing one of his f- best friends, and he was a pallbearer, and it was called an afternoon on the handles. And I took him hunting close to where all this took place. The guy's name was Jim Hart Andrews, and we went, and after we had our turkey hunt, we went and visited his grave, and I filmed it, wiping the leaves off and opening the old iron gate. And Lauren helped me edit that thing, and it's, it is epic. And I, I can't, I don't, I can't go anywhere. Turkey function where some big old guy will come up to me and say, "Man, I cried my eyes out watching that." Some people feel that, and some people don't. And when she saw Jesse, she said, "This is about to be a project." And I said, "Hey, I'm, I'm with you." <laughs> She's the producer. I'm just the mouthpiece. So, yeah. Hey, listen, I look forward. We're going to do a future show with your wife and daughter. Uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to uh, getting that scheduled. And we'll also want to do a uh, conversation at some point with you and Cranky. How's Cranky doing? Cranky's uh, he's just doing awesome. He's counting the days down to when he gets out of school because he stays. Them two boys, they have a house on our farm out there. And uh, during the summer, my wife will... She'll have chores for him, and she has home-cooked meals, and we have a swimming pool. He loves hanging out right there on that hill. He doesn't care. He doesn't need to go to the movie. He doesn't need to go to this. He loves hanging out there in the country. I think all of them do. And uh, so he's kind of counting the days. He's had a pretty epic turkey season this year because, you know, back in, back in the day, he said, you know, pop turkey hunting comes hard to me. <laughs> His older brother and his cousin would kill one, but uh, he killed three this year, and he got his Rio, and uh, so he he's had an epic turkey season, and uh, now it's all about the summer. We're, we were talking yesterday. We were grabbing trail cameras in the woods, and he had left four or five traps out. We were pulling his coon traps, and uh, all he could talk about was food pots, and we're going to move this, and we need to improve that, so... Uh, that's that's been a blessing hanging around with him. 
Well, that quote that I read from Olympia Dukakis at the beginning, and in it it says, people might try to dissuade you from your passion. No one's going to be able to dissuade Cranky from his passion, will they? No, he uh, he's so focused. And, and I told you before, he's got an old soul. He'll say stuff sometimes that'll just go, wow. And his mannerisms, and he's so calm. And his, his ability to reason and think and have a conversation like an adult is is crazy. And I know you have grandkids, and like you said, they're all special. And they have their own things that they do phenomenal. But uh, Cranky's like hanging with a, a, a 30-year-old, 11-year-old, if you know yeah. what I mean. So, yeah, he uh, he's very passionate about it. And he gets it. You know, he's uh, he's like... Well, when we put the cameras back out so we'll know what kind of deer we got, you know, he's, he's always thinking ahead. And uh, it's, it's pretty, it's a blessing. I know, I know he is. Uh, <clears throat> that conversation you had with him on the fistful of dirt. First of all, if people have not signed up to listen to Cuz's fistful of dirt, I really encourage you to go take a look at it. It's, it's a absolutely incredible podcast, and I want to bring your attention to the podcast he had a few podcasts ago with Cranky. Go listen to it, and you will be amazed. Again, he he said this already, but Cranky has an old soul. But the the interactions between Cuz and Cranky, and the way that Cranky describes situations and experiences, will inspire you, and you will enjoy it. So, you know, not only is it inspiring, but it's just it's it's fun to listen to. And you had fun doing it, didn't you, Cuz? Oh, absolutely. It was a by accident. He had. Uh... Something was going on at the school, and he was up in my office, and we were sitting there and just talking. I said, and I, I told Lauren, I said, hook the gear up and let me set him down. Let's finish this conversation on the air. And he didn't think nothing about it. He just went over and sat in that chair, and we talked for, you know, an hour. And that's why he's been so good on video. He, he you know, little kids. I used to shoot kids all the time with cameras, and they were stiffening up and just, you know, not. And I had a deal where I would go practice the interviews. I'd say, hey, let's go down here, and I'm going to tell you what we're going to do at 3 o'clock. And they would talk if they didn't know the cameras running. That was my little trick. Cranky could care less. Not only will he talk and not change, he'll grab the camera and address it himself because he doesn't care. What he, he understands all that. And people love kids and dogs and food. You can't go wrong <laughs> in, in those three areas. And uh, we talk about food a lot, but he's uh, he's that little glimmer of good news. I and mean, if you stay on social media and scroll and hear all the GoFundMe's and I'm having this issue and that, man, a little ray of light sometimes is very popular. What it is, what it is, cuz, and you live in this world, this describes you what I'm about to say, but people are drawn to authenticity. Yeah. They want you to be who you are. If you're not who you are, they will figure it out quickly and turn you off. They do not like people who fake it. They want to see who you are. So you, you are really in touch with yourself. You're a great mentor for Cranky. He had, he had, he was already a human sponge, whatever made that, his DNA, his parents, whatever. And then he's able to sort of glom onto you, this great mentor. And it's brought out of him this incredible authenticity that is, again, ahead of his years. That is for sure. Yeah, he's, uh, he's an interesting kid. I was telling you, when he was, I think five, he was diagnosed with dyslexic. And, of course, when I heard that, his mom caught it and their teacher and all that. And it was like, wow. You know, you you think of that when you're not knowing what it is as a disability. And once they explained everything and he they enrolled him in a class at Mississippi State, I think he was five. And uh, he goes there. He does two hours a week. As a matter of fact, this coming Wednesday, he graduates. He's like the first kid to run all the way through the whole course. And the teachers love him so much. They're having a graduation party for him Wednesday. But he, he, and I found this to be true. I've kind of dug into that and read a lot about it. And those people are, you know, Elon Musk. You can just go down the list and they're, the way they think of things and their imagination is so vivid. It makes perfect sense to me. Now, he, he makes straight A's, but they've taught him how to learn. 
and which is just seeing things different sevens and L's and all that. But it's yeah. been fascinating to go through that with him because he is a uh, he like I say he's a little old man, but his imagination and his his like the other day I was building something. I was building a ladder to go out to the floating dock. We put a new fish feeder out there. And I had him sitting on the tailgate with these cables come through, and Cranky rode by on his bike and skidded and said, Pop, you got to move that. You ain't going to be able to get it off the tailgate because the two-by-fours were going through the cables, and he spotted it in like a tenth of a second. And it's, he's just different, you know, yeah. but, in a, but in a good way. Well, listen, as I mentioned to you before the show started, I, I also have dyslexia, and I, I didn't have the benefit of getting diagnosed at an early age, but I did learn how to learn and went on to have a good career. But people like people like uh, Cranky can be an inspiration for other young people who may be struggling with that. And uh, and and the Owen can be good from him sharing that experience. But anyway, we're out of time for today. Cuz it's been great to see you. I look forward to having your daughter and wife on with us, and then a, a future show with Cranky, so people who have not seen the podcast can really enjoy what you and I are talking about. But have a great day, my friend. Well, thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna issue an invite to you to be one of my next guests on the podcast. So if you'll text me a good number to reach you, yeah. the way I do it, I send questions ahead of time, and yeah. you and I can have a great conversation on inspiration. Sounds good, man. I look forward to it. Why don't you mind your own business? Mind my own business. What's that? That's no, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting PeopleLease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. Pinnacle Motors, quality vehicles, affordable prices, and now edge sheds. 8x12 utilities to 16x40 cabins and garages available. Set to be wired, painted, and finished out if need be. Setup and delivery is free and financing is available. Your new go-to for edge sheds is Pinnacle Motors. Off Highway 471, the corner of Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon. Online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Your next garage, utility building, or cabin is at Pinnacle Motors. We'll see you soon. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm JT Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
The University of Mississippi Medical Center has terminated their membership within the Mississippi Hospital Association. According to the Magnolia Tribune, UMC sent a letter to the association expressing what they called a lack of confidence with the organization's current leadership. The decision from UMC came after a political action committee associated with the MHA made a $250,000 donation to Democratic governor candidate Brandon Presley. UMC declined to comment further on the matter and if their decision to leave the association was impacted by the donation. And the victim of a boating accident just north of I-10 in Hancock County has been identified as Savannah Davis. The 23-year-old was identified by the coroner after the accident took place in the Jordan River. No other details are available at this time. With Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm J.T. Mitchell. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Kazoo Walls and Fall Football. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation with uh, Cus Strickland. What a great Mississippian he is. You know, one again, once again, an outdoor ambassador to the rest of the the world, really, through Mossy Oak and his many connections outside of Mississippi. He's an ambassador for the state of Mississippi. Uh, when you're the capital of outdoors, as we are in America, uh, it's great to have people like Ronnie and. Toxie Hayes and his sons and Will Primos and Lake Pickle and Jordan Blissett and a long line of others who are out there outside the state of Mississippi representing us all so very well. And listen, to that quote from Olympia, the caucus, follow your heart, your instincts. People might try to dissuade you from your passion, but no one can live your life but you. When you're thinking about the outdoors, and the people who are around you never forget that our love of the outdoors, if, if uh, they certainly can't dissuade us, but we might be able to persuade them to to fall in love with the outdoors. That's what this show is all about when it comes back, when it comes down to it. Now let's shift gears and move over to my friend Scott Baker. He's been on the show before. He's a wildlife biologist with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. He's been there, I guess, now over 25 years. And for most of the time he's been there, he's been doing dove field preparation on both public and private lands. Always enjoy visiting with Scott. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Thank you all for having me today. Scott, isn't it amazing how time is flying that this is, here we are, it's May the 1st. That's it, a, that's incredible to think about, isn't it? It is. It, you know, when your career revolves around hunting, you know, and you, 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 you clock it down or, you know, by hunting seasons, it, it just feeds by. You know, one of the things that Cousin and I were talking about is that the last few years, spring has been weird. You know, it's been going, it's going from cold to like somebody's flipping a switch and suddenly it's 80 degrees everywhere. But this has been more traditional type of spring. Cool mornings, a little bit warmer afternoons, a little bit more rain than normal. But this is kind of the way it is. It's been kind of nice having a, a spring, hasn't it? it? It has, most definitely. So, uh, okay, so look, you've been doing dove field preparation for, for most of your career. You've had the opportunity <laughs> through your 25 years to see some amazingly successful dove hunts, haven't you? 
I have, sure have. So when you think about a great dove hunt, what what is what we'll come back to preparation and stuff like that. But when you think about a great dove hunt, what's that look like to you? It's, it's I guess multiple views. If you measure the success by the number of birds, that can be one way, you know. But then there's the other measure of success of just gathering with family and friends. You hope to shoot a few birds, but even if you don't, you have a great time socializing with each other, catching up. It's almost a family reunion, you know, of sorts, and listening to a football game on the radio, you know, and a lot of times you're going to have a grill cooking, you know, so it's, it's great, just a great atmosphere, and if you kill some birds, that's just a bonus. I love the way you talk about it because, again, you've spent a career managing that particular resource and helping people understand how to how to do it right, so you got at least a good opportunity to shoot some birds. But uh, but even though that's where you spend most of your time, it's interesting. You you really zeroed in on the the one big reason so many of us are involved in the outdoors: the opportunity to be able to spend time with family and friends. And what it's all about. And right, you're getting, man, you're getting into that like football season. You, yeah. you kind of, you know, this notion of, you know, maybe you're watching a football, uh, listening to a football uh, game on the radio, or maybe after the hunt, you're watching on TV. You know, that kind of, that kind of brings it all into very serious clarity about what that's all about, doesn't it? It does. You know, it's just, a, it's the kickoff of fall, both hunting and football. So it's a great time of the year. And, you know, it's interesting. It's not just the hunt itself, but just like with deer hunting. I, I often say some of the funnest part of deer hunting for me is uh, creating new food plots during the off season. You know, it's it's, it's uh, the conversations I have with my seed guy, my fertilizer guy, or my farmer, or getting the tractors ready to go and, you know, spraying the fields and all the things you do prior to the hunt. Once you get to the hunt, though, by the time the hunting actually starts, you've already enjoyed some great camaraderie. And dove season is the same way, isn't it? It, it is, and, and I think you you touched on a very important point: is the you know the the dove field preparation starts now, and you work on it throughout the course of the summer. But it's the anticipation that builds in you. You know, you you have that a vision, an imagination of doves flying in, and you know everything that comes along with the, the hunt itself, and so you're anticipating it all summer long. And the, you know, the, the the dove hunt itself is all, you know, it is fun that you've really enjoyed the whole process from from May till September or Labor Day. Yeah, we uh, we did a we did a dove field on one of our farms, not last year, but maybe the year before last. We had moderate success. But we had a good time, man. I never laughed so hard in my life. It's a little bit like duck hunting in the in in regard to, you know, in between all the shooting, you can rag each other and have a lot of fun to you know just being together. And that's what it was like for us. We made some great memories. But you hear that all the time, don't you? Yeah, I, I do. In me, dove hunting is a social sport. Duck hunting is a social sport. Um, squirrel hunting with a dog is a social sport. There's a lot of them that we participate in. And a lot of times we don't think about it being that way, but it's more than just the hunt itself. It's those you surround yourself with on the hunt and the time of field with those that you really enjoy. And the hunt just brings you together. It, re- it really does. So if, you, if, you're, if you're thinking about sort of the perfect scenario of, of what makes really a great dove field, how, how would you describe that? You know, we look for a field, and I recommend the private landowners look for a field that has, um, you know, of course, an, an opening, an area that you can plant, but also food that's going to be your field you're planting, uh, water, if you've got some type of water source close by, maybe a pond, um, a gravel road, because doves like grit, and if you have one of those close by, it's great. <coughs> Excuse <coughs> Pardon me. Or a, and a power line. You know, uh, uh, all those are attracting to doves, and if you add food, that's just a bonus. You know, it keeps them there year-round, or, or, or at least during the growing season anyway. So, you know, the, the power line, the gravel road is great, uh, water, and then the food, the field itself that you're going to be preparing. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because for those of us, and this would go for all the listeners and those who may be watching the show who, who dove hunt, the way you just described that, if they think about the time they had some of their best hunts, it had all those elements. You know, I, I can look. I can think one of one of them in in Greenwood, right outside of Greenwood, 
and I can I can see the dirt road, and along the dirt road is a power line, and then off to the right is usually farm field that's been planted for for dove, and then uh, and then there's a tree line behind that, and man, you're talking about magic. I mean, a, a magic number of deer, of doves coming from every direction. And I'm sure people can can relate to that. But you mentioned, you know, that that dove field preparation is not something you just to say, okay, you know, a few weeks before the season starts, I'm going to go out and throw some some wheat on the ground. It it's not like that. So when you think about dove field preparation, you mentioned that it, that starts actually now. Talk about uh, talk about the best sort of calendar of events that should take place around the preparation of your fields. Sure will, Ricky. And, you know, we, we recommend people to, to plant a buffet of foods out there for doves. A lot of times when people are thinking does a sunflower field come to mind and there's nothing wrong with a sunflower field. Um, you know, we've had some great hunts and people have experienced some great hunts over sunflower fields. But you can also uh, provide a diversity of food and habitat out there for doves. When I say habitat, I'm thinking of different food types, but also disc lane. So if you could take a field and imagine disc strips across it, if you have a, a five foot or a 10 foot disc, whatever, and you may have a, a row of just disc ground. That's all you do all summer long is keep that disc ground uh, disc clean right to the left of it. Maybe a, a strip of, of brown top millet. And then to the left of that strip of brown top millet could be sunflowers. And then it could be another strip of disc dirt again, and you alternate that across the field. And it, and you may not do, uh, if you don't want to do brown top millet, it could just be a disc strip of, of bare dirt, sunflowers, disc strip, sunflowers, disc strip, but be alternated across the field. The, the disc ground does like to come through uh, to get grit, but also to maybe take a, <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Pardon me. No, no problem. Uh, I'll go ahead. Yeah. The brown top millet, uh, but I was, I was talking about the, the bare dirt. It has value in itself, even without planting anything on it. The, the brown top millet is another food source, along with the sunflowers. And if you have a, a weather event, environmental event, that a dry period that's not favorable for the sunflowers, you still got the brown top growing out there. You don't have all your eggs in one basket. And and does like a diversity of food as as well. So but you know, nothing wrong with going uh you know, hundred percent sunflowers if you want to and you need to be planting those now that they're about a hundred and twenty day crop and so you want to time the maturity of your crop with the opening day of dove season or when you wanna be hunting out there. And you know, on sunflowers if you if a person likes to hunt the multiple seasons, then you could stagger the planting dates out uh, so you don't all mature at one time and you got fresh fruit throughout the hunting season. We're talking to Scott Baker, who is with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and he spent the majority of his over 25 years with the department helping with uh, dove field preparation in both public and private land. When we come back, we'll continue this conversation. We'll see you after this break. John Deere dealer. You can leave it up to us, or you can build it, price it, and own it with a simple click of a button at agup.com. Build it. Select from tractors and lawn equipment. Next, choose which implements and attachments best fit your tasks. Price it. Receive immediate pricing. Own it. Pick it up at your agup location. Visit agup.com today to begin customizing your equipment, or feel free to leave it up to us and visit any of our 16 locations in Mississippi and Arkansas. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. 
For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Ladies and gentlemen, Mazda of Jackson would like to introduce the all-new 2024 Mazda CX-90, the car that takes luxury to the next level. Imagine being behind the wheel, feeling the comfort of the premium leather seats, and breathing in the aroma of genuine wood trim. And that's just the beginning. The CX-90 has a sleek design that's sure to turn heads wherever you go. The exterior is built to impress with bold lines and an athletic stance. But don't let its sporty exterior fool you. The CX-90 is built for families. With three rows of seats, it comfortably accommodates up to seven passengers. Plus, there's ample cargo space for all your gear. And for those who demand the latest technology, the CX-90 delivers. With a state-of-the-art infotainment system and advanced safety features, you'll always stay connected and safe. The all-new 2024 Mazda CX-90. Luxury, performance, and family-friendly. All in one package. Test drive yours today at Mazda of Jackson. 3,180 minutes. That's how much time the average American spends grocery shopping each year. That's time invested in family dinners, finding snacks for soccer games, or trying new things. At Corner Market, that's also time spent surrounded by smiling faces who really care. Because at Corner Market, we're not just a grocery store. We're a special place to shop. And we can't wait to spend those all-important minutes with you. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace. It's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at esisupply.net. Volunteer Mississippi, engaging and supporting Mississippians of all ages and backgrounds in service to their communities, invites you to join them for their free roadshow events to learn about funding opportunities, volunteer management training, and connecting volunteers with opportunities across Mississippi. Events will be held in Gulfport, Jackson, Philadelphia, Clarksdale, Oxford, and Natchez. For more information, dates, times, and locations, visit volunteermississippi.org. Lunch served. Help is available if you are impacted by the recent tornadoes that tore through our state. FEMA assistance is available for residents in Carroll, Humphreys, Monroe, Montgomery, Panola, and Sharkey counties. You can apply online by going to disasterassistance.gov. That's disasterassistance.gov. Or you can call 1-800-621-3362. The deadline for you to apply is May 25th, 2023. yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut through walls and fall football. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors for the final segment of today's show. I have Scott Baker, who is a wildlife biologist for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, where he's been for more than 25 years, focused on most of that time dove field preparation for public and private lands. What's interesting about what we were talking about, when you're talking about strip of dirt, then maybe some brown top millet, then maybe some sunflowers, and then some more strip of dirt, and the, the role that grit plays in the dove's life, um, I, I rarely, when I actually go hunt, I rarely see people take that same kind of uh, approach. Are you, are you, you're really preaching that though, aren't you? I, I am. Um, we, we've seen some very successful fields out there. It's going to lessen your cost of dove field preparation and it's, it's just going to provide a, a diversity and a buffet of food out there. You know, when we talked about brown top millet, it's got a 60 to 90 day uh, growing season. So you can shorten your, <clears throat> plan it closer to opening day. It may be Memorial Day weekend or even after. And then a lot of opportunities have uh, been managing brown top between bailing it for hay. If you grow cattle, you can get additional income from, you know, feeding or selling the hay. You can burn. And, you know, one 
Ricky, one good thing about dove preparation when it comes to management prior to opening day, just about anything is on the table. Um, you, you can manipulate the crop in so many ways, bush hogging, burning. Uh, they call it hogging when you turn livestock in, different things. The only, about the only thing you can't do is you couldn't harvest a seed and then put that seed back on the field. That would constitute baiting. But if you wanted to bush hog it, burn it, cut it for silage, it's just a wide, I mean, a lot of opportunities to manage that field for dove hunting. Yeah, I have. it's interesting because I've been to a couple of dove hunts where the, the owner was super aware of what constituted an illegal field. And mm -hmm. sometimes to do a legal field, it may actually look illegal. So how do you to talk to talk a little bit about the, the fine lines that exist between legal and illegal fields? Sure. And, and I tell people, when you, you touched on it earlier, if you're, if you're just starting a couple of weeks prior to opening day preparing a dove field, that's when more than likely, um, that, that's when baiting cases occur a lot of times. Not always, but when, you, when you're trying to prepare a dove field just before Labor Day, and it includes uh, something coming out of a bag, grain coming out of a bag, that's an opportunity for baiting to occur. But if you, if you plant a dove field, you can manipulate it in a lot of different ways. But when you start pouring grain out of a bag, you know, the month prior to, and, and you can't even add to these fields we're talking about that I've seen a lot of baiting cases made. Somebody could have a great sunflower field, but they think they want to make it a little bit better. They want to edge on their neighbor, and they do something like pouring some additional grain out of a bag that wasn't grown out there, and that can be a baited dust field like that. So, um, you know, and, and we ought to come back around and talk about, you know, field preparation Probably maybe in the month of August, but, you know, more on that. But uh, plant a dove field now in the, in the course of the summer, and you've got a lot of options. I bet you have walked in your, during your career, you have walked up with law enforcement officers and looked at a field that looked like the preparation was perfect, but you saw that little supplement in there, and it probably sticks out like a sore thumb, doesn't it? It, it does. Um, you know, and, and I've seen portions of a field baited, and the other one's, not and when you start digging into why did this little you know area get baited well the hunter that was going to be hunting that spot wanted his spot to be a little bit better than the rest of the field you know and that makes it a baited field for everybody out there so it's generally it's generally somebody wanting to make it a little bit better whether it be the whole field or a little corner of the field you know, in cases like that, and I've heard this, I've, I've actually had friends that were caught in that scenario that you just mentioned where that it was really important to them to go to a dove field that was legal. Mm -hmm. And everything about it looked legal. And they were guaranteed that it was legal. But the problem is someone, without telling somebody else, did what you just talked about. It, it, but that's not a defense, is it? No, it's not. You know, when the hunter goes to the field of somebody else's, there's a few questions he needs to ask. You know, one is, did he know it was baited? Did he look, indeed, actually look around and see if something was out of place? And did he ask the landowner, whoever prepared the field, how the field was prepared? Uh, the, the responsibility is on the hunter to do that. That's kind of scary. And yeah, a lot of people have been caught in that situation. How, by the way, how, uh, how aggressive is the law enforcement side during the dove season? Uh, very aggressive. You know, it's, it's, it's common for state and federal to have airplanes in the air looking for fields and then they'll, you know, they may see it from the ground, I mean, from the air, and then they'll also go back to the ground, you know, and look at it. And you know, when officers are out on opening day, weekend, whatever, it's easy to pick fields up that you did not know were there because there's gunshots going off, and generally a lot of them. So that's a telltale sign that there's dove hunting going over there and can, you know, can ride over and, and check the field. So it's, it's hard to, to get by, even though some do. It eventually will make its way out. Well, listen, we'll have you back in a month or two before the season starts, and we'll talk about dove hunter safety and lots of things like that. But dove hunting is certainly a great way to get the season kicked off for so many hunters. What are, as you said, the, the ultimate so social hunt up there with duck hunting. But it's been a pleasure, Scott, to, to visit with you, my friend. Thank you for having me. I look forward to being back. You bet. This has been Scott Baker from the Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Department, and uh, he's the dove field preparation guy. 
And uh, if you have any questions, you can reach out to Scott. Anyway, it's been a pleasure to, to, to spend time with you, Scott. I enjoyed my conversation with Cuz Strickland as well. Have a great week and stay safe when you're in the outdoors. Always put safety first. We'll see you next Monday. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.